What's up, you beautiful people? This is Gary Horn, and this is This Is Pro Wrestling, the podcast celebrating the past, present, future history, legacy, and tradition of the greatest sport of all time, professional wrestling. Hey, I just wanted to take a quick second, and I know this is the fast count, and uh, where we're basically going to give you all of the news you need to know going into the week and that sort of thing. I just wanted to take a second and talk to you guys that are the audio people, the uh, podcast listeners. Thank you so much for all of your support. I know I've kind of done this in like a state of the union kind of thing before, but I just wanted to reestablish our appreciation for you. And because you've been so loyal and you've been sticking with us and we've been bad about getting the content out there on the podcast, I want you to know that we are going into this week starting with a new emphasis on audio content. Trust me, it's coming back. The podcast is going to be a focal point. We've been focused on these live streams and yada, 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 and everybody can't join those, and I get it, and it's fun to do, but, you know, we love our community, but a lot of you are out there listening, and you want, you need new stuff. Well, don't worry, baby birds, we're going to feed you. The audio portion is going to be top priority from here on out. I say that, this will be the first thing, dropping on a Monday. We're planning on having content for you every single day. Day, if for nothing else than to go over the wrestling news so you know what you need to know about professional wrestling and where it stands right now. Now, obviously, this one's getting out a little bit later on a Monday than I normally would have liked it to have, but we're going to fix that. I'm going to have more of a flow coming into the future weeks. We just had like a big meeting about all of this stuff last night, and I think uh, Will and Rob and myself are all on the same page, and I think we got a system set up that this is going to be really, really cool. All right, all of that out of the way, uh, we're just going to jump right in to the news for February the 8th, 2021. WWE's Chief Revenue Officer Nick Khan was featured in an article over at Forbes.com today, and he elaborated a little on some recent comments he made on the WWE Quarter 4 earnings call last week. In case you aren't up to speed on that, basically there were some eyebrows raised last week as some discussion was brought up along the lines of WWE's recent television ratings and what the WWE plans to do about them. Khan pointed out that although the TV ratings appear to have a decline, he described the situation as more shifting viewership as opposed to declining. Basically, he seemed to imply that WWE was considering views of clips in places like YouTube, Instagram, uh, social media in general, just as just as valuable to them as, say, watching the actual shows when they air. Obviously, this led to criticism, mostly revolving around how could you possibly count those views the same way. Viewership on Instagram or YouTube where someone's catching a clip doesn't necessarily mean that these people are huge fans and able to be counted in like your overall strategy for growth. Well... In the Forbes article, Khan elaborated a bit more this time, saying, quote, In all my time in L.A. since SmackDown started in October 2019 through when I moved to Connecticut, I watched every episode of SmackDown Live on the app. So my viewership, your viewership, they're not counted in the ratings. It's not simply, hey, there, there's a departure. People are watching on YouTube, Facebook, etc. People are watching the direct-to-consumer product, which only Fox knows how many folks are actually watching that. Fox seems quite pleased 
to us with the overall viewership. And that's the nuance in what I was attempting to say. Now, I do appreciate Khan attempting to clarify this, but I'm not 100% sure this is going to solve anything in regards to the initial criticism. Essentially, critics of these statements will still hang on to the idea that one thing is not equal to the other, and likely they'll also continue to emphasize that the median age for WWE's audience continues to rise, which means they'll need to show how they're reaching younger fans and if these views in other platforms will amount to the revenue that they want in the coming years. And, you know, the critics... They may technically be right, but at the end of the day, WWE is just going to have to take a quick moment to point out that they just landed a billion-dollar deal with NBC Universal's Peacock streaming service, and essentially that's going to be the ultimate mic drop. I guess I'm just saying don't expect them to be phased by critics. Of course, I say that, but there also does seem to be at least a teeny tiny bit of effort at pulling some of you cool kids in. In that interview, Khan also did mention that he's, quote, not convinced that there are a group of 15-year-olds watching linear television who just don't happen to be watching us. They're finding our content elsewhere, and we have to get to them before they're even 15 to make sure we have a chance to win over new fans. So when the other fans start to phase out and get older, we always have a new population coming in. They also elaborated that they're working on a few animated properties, a gaming strategy, and he says, you'll be, quote, seeing a lot more of Bad Bunny, now, Bad Bunny, uh, although he may not mean everything to everyone, Bad Bunny is obviously a huge star. It has meant a lot for the WWE in terms of merchandise already. Khan also specifically name-dropped superstar Cardi B as someone else they'd like to work with. Uh, since touring right now is kind of off-limits for musicians, these uh, stars are more apt to be able to work out a deal with WWE, it sounds like. Uh, also on Twitter, dropping his name into the hat was uh, rap star Bow Wow saying on Twitter, now I know this might sound crazy, but after I drop my last album, I will focus on TV and film and joining the WWE has been a lifelong childhood dream to, to wrestle there. So anyway, you get the idea. He, he's basically saying he's interested. So I guess we'll just have to stay tuned and see where all of that lands. In other quick news, congrats to Rob Gronkowski for being the very first former WWE champion to also win a Super Bowl. I'm sure this will be all Gronk needs to secure himself in both the NFL and WWE Hall of Fame. On a more somber note, we of course also want to send our love and prayers out to Terry Funk today. As yesterday, Dustin Rhodes tweeted out, Just got off the phone with Terry Funk. He is in a lot of pain and could use some prayers. One of the greatest hashtag true legends to ever be in the ring. Appreciate y'all. Of course, this created quite a stir and Rhodes did go on to clarify saying, just to clarify, guys, Terry Funk is just in severe pain with his hip. He is a tough SOB. This still prompted a lot of nice response. And considering Terry Funk's one of the greats, a giant legend in the business, they're all well warranted. And he even got this one from Mick Foley with a nice picture there. And Mick Foley saying, I'm wishing my friend and mentor, Terry Funk, the very best as he deals with some serious pain issues. The Funker's hip is giving him a lot of trouble. No one sacrificed more for the fans than Terry Funk, the GOAT, in my opinion, because he made it so easy to believe. So, uh, yeah, again, well wishes out to Terry Funk. Hope he feels better soon. 
AEW officially announced today that Thunder Rosa versus Layla Hirsch will kick off the first round of the Women's World Championship Eliminator, and I'm just personally stoked for that, so I wanted to mention it. Both of these women have quite the cult following, and I think this is one of those matches that could be flying under the radar, but you probably shouldn't miss. That's going to be taking place this Wednesday on Dynamite. Pluto TV has started a 24-7 pro wrestling channel called Pluto TV Pro Wrestling. Um, it's on channel 732. They made a deal with IWTV and it'll be airing independent matches from all around the world. Uh, it actually started at the beginning of February, but they've got Beyond Wrestling, Women's Wrestling Revolution, their entire library, Defy Wrestling, uh, and you can get Pluto TV on anything if you guys don't have it. I mean, it's it's on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Chromecast, PlayStation, TiVo, Roku, all of the things. It's there. You can find Pluto TV, but anyway, just a 24-7 pro wrestling channel. Kind of cool. And the final little tidbit of news, Josh Barnett has announced two new Bloodsport shows, one on February 13th, one on February 20th. Uh, both will be done at an undisclosed location in Los Angeles. They're available on iPay-Per-View starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, and uh, they'll only be available for like three days once they come on the show. Nothing announced as to where you'll see it streamed. Last time it was Fight TV, I think. Uh, the card for the February 13th show has Jeff Cobb versus Chris Dickinson, Davey Boy Smith Jr. versus Calvin Tankman, Tom Lawler versus Simon Grimm, Grizzly Cal Jack, uh, versus Nolan Edward, Alex Coughlin versus J.R. Kratos, one half of the NWA Tag Team Champions, I might add, Super Beast versus Bad Dude Tito, Royce Isaacs versus Calder McCall, and Diego Perez versus Gil Guardado. If you're not familiar with Bloodsport, it's a lot of fun if you're just looking for something different. It's like Raw Underground, except they started that. Raw Underground was essentially kind of copying them, but it's like the ring with no ropes, and uh, it just is more of a fight. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. I think you'll dig it if you check it out. Obviously, you're probably not hearing this before Monday Night Raw, so I won't go into too much detail there. Basically, we're looking for a Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans face-off and Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton again. Make sure, though, that you do check out Ring of Honor, which also comes out on Monday nights. And I can't emphasize enough how good Ring of Honor is. Love those guys. They do such a good job. And uh, this week, you got Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus the world-famous CB. And you got an eight-man tag match as the Briscoes, PCO, and Brody King take on Flip Gordon and LFI. And all of those wrestlers are fantastic. And Ring of Honor just does great storytelling and really good wrestling. It's available on Fight TV. If you're not watching it, it's on-demand streaming for free. So please, check out Ring of Honor. It's very good right now, and I think you'll dig it. Okay, that's going to do it for me this week. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you hit us up on social at T-I-P-W show, and I am available everywhere on uh, social at this is Gary Horn. And uh, just... Uh, can't wait to hear from you. Let us know if you like these, what you want to see. What would you rather us do? What, what do you want to see more of? Uh, hopefully you're out there and you're listening. If you're listening, it's always good to hear back to know that people are out there just, uh, just checking us out. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And until next time, enjoy your gravy cake.